0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We've got uh, a lot to talk about today. We have some very credible rumors about free dining for 2014. We're going to discuss that. Uh, We are anxiously awaiting the opening of uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We actually have uh, Craig Williams in the Magic Kingdom right now. We're going to go to him in a little while. And uh, he's been standing out there since nine o'clock this morning to see (laughs) if it opens. And uh, there has been a leadership change at Walt Disney World that has a lot of people talking. And uh, we're going to be discussing that. And, of course, uh, the some of the long-awaited uh, changes to FastPass Plus went into effect this week. And we're going to talk some about that. And then later on, we're going to talk about managing your expectations when planning a Walt Disney World vacation. All coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode seven oh one, for the week of April 29th, twenty fourteen. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studios in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, Kathy Warling. Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, and back in the production, our producer, Dustin West. I'm here. And uh, normally Craig would be back there with him, but instead Craig has actually been uh, holding forth at uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in the Magic Kingdom. And uh, before we do housekeeping, just to spare him having to wait any longer, uh, we're going to cut to him right now. Um, We've been waiting for this to open. Uh, we heard rumors that it may open today. We know that the press event is happening this week because we're going to be there covering it. So we had Craig go out and hang out today just to see if it opened. And uh, how are you, Craig? How are you feeling?
1: Uh,
2: I'm extremely sunburned. I'm dehydrated, but
0: good at you. <laughs> Hey, you know, and he's doing nothing for his reputation as being miserable you know he's in the magic kingdom for work right now okay how many people watching this would really love to be where he is and Sun he's sitting and there dehydrated. complaining about being sunburned and dehydrated yeah. and you wonder right. you know i'm not gonna come this is why i'm not coming to your defense because you are your own worst enemy with this stuff but so tell me what's happening with Mine train uh, obviously it has not opened yet
2: uh, it hasn't opened just quite yet. Uh, we've we've seen a lot of cast members walking around for a couple hours uh, in the morning. They were doing some training, and it didn't look like it would open. But now all of a sudden, they're doing uh, a whole bunch of startup procedures and and getting stuff ready. They checked all the gates. There's still work lights on, but. And uh, we we're not quite sure still when it's going to open, but they're they're definitely in the process of getting the ride open. I don't know if that means that we'll actually get on the ride, but they're going to be testing it for tonight, and hopefully it'll be ready really soon.
0: So you, what, what what's your best guess? Do you think it's going to open today? These are let people on?
2: I mean, right now, the one thing that's kind of scaring me is that it looks like thunderstorms might mm. start moving in soon. And they can't run because portions of the ride are outside. But for the most part, I mean, they're doing stuff to get it started up. And I, I feel like the trains are going to start moving any second. Uh, so I, I'm keeping hope that we're going to see it today in the next couple hours.
0: All right. Well, we are... Uh we're here if you've got anything new to report. So enjoy yourself.
2: Okay, I will. I will let you know if anything changes.
1: <laughs> keep the faith, Craig.
0: Sit there, just sit there and keep complaining about having to be in the Magic Kingdom on a on a Tuesday. And you're going to have so many people sympathizing I, with you.
2: It's wonderful.
0: Look at him, Mister. This is why we call him Mister Happy. <laughs> All right, thank you, Craig. So, thank you. You know, I know a lot of people are obviously excited about Mind Trainer uh, opening. I'm certainly one of them, so uh, um, I'm excited to get I'll get a chance to ride it this week with the press event, and, you know, we'll have some stuff coming this week, especially Thursday. Um, Definitely have some stuff coming out. We'll be going live on Thursday throughout the day with uh, different things. We're not sure of the exact schedule yet, but uh, if you are subscribed to our live stream channel, you'll get notifications when we're getting ready to go live, so... Uh, we'll be covering all of that. I uh, just want to move on to housekeeping. First and foremost, I uh, want to acknowledge yesterday, this was the anniversary, uh, the sixth <laughs> anniversary since Bob Varley passed away. And uh, normally on this show, we would do our, you know, Bob Memorial, as we do every year. But because John and Kevin aren't here, we've decided to do that next week. So next week, we will have our Bob Memorial show and uh, actually uh, uncovered some videos that we have not shown before. Good. Um, Dustin and I came across them going through some old stuff um, last month. So we're going to have some new stuff to show. Um, some funny stuff, you know. On next week's show. Um, also want to just send a huge shout out to the folks that put together the New Jersey uh, Diz Meet to Raise Money for Give Kids the World. 16100 dollars was raised uh, for it's this, amazing. with this event mm-hmm. which is amazing. That's an incredible haul yes it is um, and an amazing job done. It really was just beautifully done from start to finish <coughs> and they really made it an enjoyable you know that we had an event mm-hmm. Friday night uh, and we had stuff uh, obviously the big event on Saturday and then Saturday night for Saturday night we found out that Dustin has a future in improv comedy <laughs> um, they had an improv comedy group come in and do a bunch of you know improv skits around Disney topics and part of it was bringing up members of the team Yeah, and uh, Teresa and Dustin and Craig and Shaw Craig and Kathy all ended up uh, getting Mm-hmm. getting called up but uh, Dustin I think really kind of stopped the show I gotta tell you I had a blast doing that we,
3: I did uh, one sketch which was party quirks it's kind of like whose line is it anyway and uh, you had to uh, do the thing where each person at the party had something weird about them and the host of the party had to guess what that weird thing was about them and mine had to do with <laughs> Frozen so I, I took it to the, to the next level with that and then they brought me up again later on in the show and that was really fun I really did enjoy it, it reminded me of being back in theater now, nope. so many years ago. It was very cool, very cool yeah. great weekend. Yeah, it looks like you guys had a really good
4: mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, I'm we sad did. I
3: missed it, but I Everything followed along like on
4: Facebook and Twitter.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> it was it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome and we got a chance to meet one of our our listeners. I'm not sure how old she is. Um, but she's a a, a real big fan of the show. Her name is Ruby. And uh, Ruby had a little gift for me. Uh when I met her, she said in honor of our 700th show um she drew a picture based on the show we did last week and some of you if you were listening last week you remember i mentioned that i should you know jokingly tongue-in-cheek i should send uh craig and dustin to the magic kingdom for gay days wearing red shirts that say i like men well ruby took this and put it into art form she's my new favorite person in the world uh for those watching uh on video and watching live here is a picture Of what Ruby created, which is uh, Dustin and Craig holding hands wearing red shirts in front of Cinderella Castle. And um, if these
1: are—I'm sorry—they are I'm sorry, but they're amazing likenesses. Like I know which yeah. one is Dustin. Yes. And I know which one is Craig. It's Dustin and Grumpy and Cat. They
0: are. They are. They are. They, he does look like Grumpy Cat. <laughs> um, uh, Craig is wearing a shirt that says "I like men." They're actually and, wearing
1: like leotards.
0: No, they're actually wearing speedos. Oh. Um,
1: Looks <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> that's one leotard specific. to me.
0: Craig is wearing uh, a shirt that says "I like men" with an arrow pointing up and uh, Dustin is wearing a shirt saying I like him with an arrow pointing <laughs> to um, it's absolutely brilliant and oh I just gosh. got such a kick out of it so Ruby you did awesome and it was great meeting you and your family and, and
1: kudos to her parents for letting her you know like not you know saying anything about her drawing that because there are some parents who would not be happy with that so I the think the whole that's family was like, a cool family
0: yeah, it was yeah. a cool
4: family that's yeah. really incredible yeah. I think
1: Ruby's 12
4: if I remember. I her. think she has a future of being like a caricature
0: artist
1: yeah
4: I mean, she yeah, did a good job I she, mean, was, he, she really like did the said it really good
0: yeah, and I just—I never realized until you said it. Craig does look like he, grumpy, Cat. grumpy Cat. He's Grumpy
1: Cat. He's Grumpy Man. Put some glasses on Grumpy Cat. But that is Dustin, my gosh.
0: Right? So, awesome job, Ruby. It was great meeting you. Thank you for that, that gift that I will treasure. I will treasure. That's, and we're redesigning the studio. That's going up in the studio. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, now, speaking of talented artists at the uh, New Jersey Diz meet, good friend of ours, uh, Ian Glaubinger, Mm. Um, is an artist by by trade and has always dreamed of being a Disney artist. And he is getting his chance starting with Star Wars Weekends. Uh, He let us know that uh, he is going to have a print on sale as part of Star Wars Weekends. He was so excited about this. And he's he's an awesome, awesome artist. And again, for those watching, uh, we have uh, that poster that's going to be for sale. This oh, is go- wow. this is going on sale May 4th at what is it darkinc.com is the website right and we'll have that in the uh, show notes We're going to have links to it in the show notes page going to be selling for $50 it's a limited edition right now of 150 and uh, he's going to they're going to be selling them uh, starting May 4th on uh, darkinc.com. and then uh, whatever doesn't sell there is going to be sold in the parks Ian's coming into town to do signings And he's actually going to be joining us. It's the coolest
1: thing ever. It is so cool. He's going to be
0: joining us on the show, uh, what is it, May 20th? May 20th, Tuesday. Um, To talk about the whole experience. And uh, he and his wife, Kim, they're just great, great people. They're really good friends of ours. And I'm so excited for him. He has wanted to do this. And you know, he said when he got the call, he actually started to get emotional. Um it meant so much to him, especially, you know, as a Star Wars fan. Yeah. And he said Disney was amazing in terms of saying to him, You have free reign. Wow. Um, in terms of Star Wars, you have free <laughs> reign and do whatever you want. And so he's got his first piece going for sale cool. as part I'm, of Star Wars weekend. I love it. I'm really lucky
1: enough to have two pieces by him.
0: We have I have yeah. <laughs> Actually at the at the auction, a silent auction at the meet, um, he had done a piece a robin hood piece that myself and uh, Bonnie Holloman one of our listeners from uh, Winnipeg uh, in Canada uh, were bit, we were in a bidding war for it and i actually ended up winning the the bid but i told bonnie i i would pay my i told her i would pay my my bid but if she would also pay her bid she could have it and so she oh, wow. was thrilled yeah and real really really excited um but i i did get a uh, A piece that uh, Kevin John, another friend of ours, Mm -hmm. another great now great Disney artist, yes, um, very successful Disney artist. I I really
1: like his newest piece. Have you seen the Captain Mm -hmm. Hook, Peter Pan? I -hmm. haven't
0: seen it yet. It's beautiful. The stuff he does is also is tremendous. And uh, he did a he did a special sketch of the Haunted Mansion for the uh, uh, for the for the meet to raise money, and uh, I was not letting that go. Um, So.
5: Oh, you, you got that? Then? I got it. <laughs> oh,
0: good, good. I got it. Um, so yeah, I think that went that 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 got bid up to about seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my yeah. gosh, for that piece. Um, and uh, so we, you know, it's it's so cool because we have some really good friends and Kevin and Jody, uh, Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly are friends mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, of course, Dave Avanzino, mm-hmm. uh, whose work I absolutely love, Kevin John. And now Ian, Ian Glaubinger yes. added to the list of great Disney artists that we know. And uh, really, really excited. So please show him your support, fellow Dizzer. It's $50, going on sale May 4th. We're going to have links to it in the show notes page. Plus, we will be posting things on the site and on Facebook on May 4th, to remind you. Uh, but let's show, show him some support, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. This is a really, really cool print. Yeah, it is. And 50 bucks, 50 bucks. So congratulations, Ian. Um, and, uh, let's see. Oh, we want to make sure we mentioned the Hershey, Pen- Hershey, Pennsylvania meet is the next one coming up to raise money for give kids the world. And that's going to be,
1: I think it's the weekend of June 14th.
0: I think you're right. And, uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we'll have links to that on the show notes page. Come out and show your support for us there. Help us raise some more money. Uh, really happy with what's been happening so far this year. And, uh, want to remind everybody about the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplug goes live uh, every Thursday on iTunes, also on disunplug.com. On this week's show, Tom is reviewing another off-property uh, good neighbor hotel. This time it's the Motel 6 main gate. Plus, uh, Jeff Kahagan, vice president of maintenance for Knott's Berry Farm, has an update on construction at the Calico Mine Ride and Camp Snoopy. So be sure to head over and check them out on Thursday. Anything else in housekeeping for you? I have
5: go- a quick one. Um, the Give Kids the World Gingerbread Run 5K uh, registration is open now. It's Saturday, November 8th. Adults can sign up for it. It's $30, but they also have a category called a virtual runner. You can sign up for it. It's $40. You get a, an event t shirt and a collectible gingerbread run medal. Um, there's a thread about it on the Diz, and there's a team already set up for the Diz board. So you could be a virtual runner and it all benefits give kids the world so look forward on the podcast
1: board virtual running sounds awesome yes yeah i think i can do that yeah Yeah,
5: right alley. (laughs) no training for that
0: i also want to let everybody know that our segment this week uh on managing your expectations for planning your disney vacation was recorded live at the new jersey uh at the new jersey meet um we've got we've gotten feedback that the format of the shows that we were doing on the road some people didn't like a lot of people didn't like and they certainly didn't get the kind of numbers that we're used to getting. So what we decided to do at these meets, instead of doing the shows that we were doing, do a segment like we would do here in the studio, just do it with a live audience. And I think it worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, right. I got to watch it live, actually, and it was it was great. I liked how um, there was a lot of audience participation. You got to hear was, from a lot of people yeah. They were really into the conversation. It was really cool. Yeah, it, was it was really
0: good. cool. So that's the segment that's going to be coming up after... After this show, if you're watching live. Um, All right, we're going to move on to the poll results, unless anybody has anything. Last week we asked, do you think $10 an hour is a fair starting wage for Disney cast members? And this generated a lot of discussion on Facebook, but uh, 1,137 votes and 77% said yes. They did think that $10 an hour was a fair starting wage for Disney cast members, with 23% saying no. They did not, and I think the majority of people who said no felt that it should be higher. Oh, um, that's that good. That not uh, that at ten dollars an hour, you still couldn't really support.
1: That's what I was thinking. A family,
0: <laughs> um, but it's you know I think the twenty three percent that said no, I, I really don't think most of them. I could be wrong, but a lot of the comments I was seeing.
5: Oh, because see, I was seeing the ones that were saying that you know they're untrained and you know they shouldn't expect. Ten dollars
0: an hour. Oh, that's crazy! That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Like they don't send oh. people out there willy nilly. Come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, you don't necessarily have to go to college to do it. Right. But um, you do
1: go through training.
0: You know, ten dollars an hour. You know, I, I can see. I could see the argument being made. Although I thought Time Magazine this week really irresponsible with there's a homelessness problem at Disney World. Oh gosh, oh, and yes. um, You know, really, really sensationalized that that issue and you know as i read it i'm like you know i expected better from time yes um you know i expect that kind of stuff from like you know cheap tabloid type uh outlets not from i'll
4: know. have to go back and read it i missed this I don't yeah know what it, it is. was
0: it was really it was really a, a, a hit job in my opinion hmm. um and uh so so yeah vast majority of people think ten dollars an hour is a fair starting wage uh, we're going to see how this plays out. As we mentioned last week, the union negotiations are just starting to heat up. And we're going to see just how this how this ends up going. Uh, Disney wants to raise cast member wages to $10 an hour, starting wage to $10 an hour. But they want to take away their pension and replace it with a 3% matching 401k. So we'll see. And as we do every week, we select one person at random who answered our poll. And that person gets a $50 Disney gift card and this week that goes to richard holybee so congratulations richard your gift card is on its way and uh, all you need to do is go out and like our facebook page facebook.com slash we do these polls every week and you have a chance to win and we will have next week's poll at the end of our show so stay tuned for that so let's move on and talk about some of what is going on um Obviously free dining has been in the rumors and the anticipation. I don't know if it's me, but I think it's worse this year than I've ever seen yes. it. Yes, yes it it's is. It's a frenzy. It's a frenzy about it's like free dining. Like the
5: sharks are circling. Yes, it's and terrible.
0: It's really it's really kind of crazy. Um, late last night, um, some what I consider to be the most credible rumor so far about free dining for 2014 was posted on disboards.com by Black562, who has a history of getting these things pretty darn close <laughs> to right. Um, so this one I think we can, uh, we can say is probably somewhat or very accurate. Uh, otherwise, I would not be putting it as the top story in our news show. Um, the promo will likely be released to Disney visa holders on May 1st and to the general public on May 7th. Which is an awfully wide window.
5: Yeah, it's a lot longer than
0: normally the Disney Visa window is only a day or two. Yeah. So I'll be surprised if that's accurate. But like I said, he's been he's been pretty good in the past. Now what is also interesting is that normally Disney would release free dining dates for the like the September time frame and then a little later on would maybe release other dates throughout the end of the year. But Black 562 is giving us dates through December here. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 31st to through October 3rd, so the entire month of September as we expected. October 26th through November 1st, November 9th through November 20th, and December 12th through December 23rd uh-huh. um, are the dates through the rest of the year that are rumored. I want to just keep saying the word rumor. This is not released by Disney. This is not confirmed by Disney. I did try and get somebody to go on the record and confirm this today, and they will not, under any circumstances. So, um, is this is this a free dining window? It seems larger than it has
3: in, the, in past years. No, right, this if it's is going all the way to December, right? I mean, well,
0: no, this has been consistent. They've been doing it like in the fall timeframe into yeah. December. Uh, like this. This is the first time they're announcing all that you know, we. If, if Disney comes out announcing all these dates out of the gate, that would be unusual. Yeah. Usually they would just announce September and then a little later on, as I said, announce the other dates. Mm-hmm. So okay. Now if uh, you book at a Disney Value Resort, that includes the quick service dining plan, but you can update upgrade to the regular dining plan for eighteen sixty five per day on that, and that includes uh, all the All Star Resorts the family suites at the art of animation and the pop century resort the little mermaid suites are not included
5: little mermaid rooms
0: rooms thank you not suites little mermaid rooms are not included in free dining (coughs) at the moderate resorts you get the regular dining plan included with your package caribbean beach coronado springs port orleans both french quarter and riverside Uh, The deluxe resorts, you get the regular dining plan as well. Animal Kingdom Lodge, Yacht and Beach Club Boardwalk, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, and Wilderness Lodge. And also with the deluxe villa resorts of Bay Lake Tower, Animal Kingdom Villas, Beach Club Villas, Boardwalk Villas, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, the Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and the Fort Wilderness Cabins. These are all eligible, should be, according to the rumor, all be eligible for the dining plan what's excluded are the mermaid rooms at art of animation the campsites at fort wilderness the three-bedroom villas uh and the villas at disney's grand floridian Uh, this requires a three-night minimum stay a 14-night maximum and a minimum two-day park ticket for each person in the party um and sometimes port
5: orleans french quarter is excluded also so why is that just because it's smaller and it's always you know got a higher capacity i mean the the people have booked more there
0: well and the that's a a good point to make too about capacity um sometimes people will run out and book dates they think are going to be announced for free dining so they're guaranteed the more people that book at these resorts the more likely it is they're not going to offer it at Mm -hmm. that resort
1: because think about it
0: they're taking a look at what their what their uh, projected occupancy is for that time period And they're saying we're going to offer free dining there. Uh, If a bunch of people book that resort up in anticipation of that, it ends up coming off the list. And now you've got to scramble to find a room somewhere else. So don't book until these are announced, basically is the advice there.
5: And have a plan B, because when this opens, the more popular resorts sell out quickly. So have a plan B and you know, so that you don't go, oh, we didn't get free dining. Because there's always resorts available. It just may not be the one you had planned on staying at.
0: Well, this also kind of ties into the segment we have this week about managing your expectations. Flexibility here with these packages, with the free dining packages. Flexibility is a must, not just in terms of your resort choice, but also in terms of what restaurants you're going to eat at. Um, this free dining just decimates... ADRs. I mean, everything fills up. Everything fills up. So you really have to be flexible and look to, you know, look at off times for lunch. Look at doing lunch at two o'clock and dinner after seven thirty. One of our dreams agents suggested that. Um, and the other thing is that sometimes, and this is important to point out, sometimes free dining isn't your best deal. Right. Exactly. Um, oftentimes, in conjunction with free dining, they'll do like a thirty-five percent room room only offer, and a lot of times—not a lot of times—but there are more than a few times where that thirty-five percent off deal ends up saving you more money than mm-hmm. if you get free dining. So you know you have to take a look at what free dining—you know—what dining would cost you. So what are you actually saving by getting that dining package, and then compare that to what you're saving on a 35% room-only offer. And, you know, the idea is to save money, not to get free food. Because sometimes the free food costs you,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, is the best way to put it. And it's it's just, it's crazy to me this season how insane people are.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they're emailing
5: like crazy. Oh, are you they getting a sure emails? Are. Oh, yes. And I was saying to Pete, I I feel bad because that's what we as travel agents at Dreams Unlimited do is we're always looking for discounts that we can apply to our clients' reservations. And, you know, when they're sending it to me, it's like I'm seeing the rumors. And if we heard that there was something coming, we're all going to be on the phone at 7 o'clock the day that this opens trying to get it. But our clients all seem to be worried, not all of them, but a fair number of them seem to be worried that we don't know about this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. We we own disboards. We know about it. Okay? We know. And it's the agents are always always looking at the minute any new offer comes out for anything. Doesn't matter whether it's cruise line or um or or, or world or Disneyland, the minute any new offer comes out, the first thing that happens is every agent checks to see if they have any clients that are eligible. But I don't think people understand that because it's a rumor post, is posted on Disboards doesn't mean that it's an official announcement from Disney and that, you know, they can't book it. Agents can't go book this right now for you because Disney hasn't announced it. They haven't released it. Yeah. This is what we think is going to happen. These dates could be off. This could be completely wrong. Although, like I said, with this particular poster, uh, his history, his track record is very good.
5: But even with that, as a travel agent, I'd be doing my clients a disservice if I said, oh, I think I'm hearing a rumor that they're going to do this, and then it not happen. I don't think that looks very good. Or if there's agents or travel agents that we see out there that leak this when they hear that it's coming, and I don't think that's very professional either.
0: Well, you have to manage expectations. Right. I mean, exactly. we don't, you know, all indications are free dining is coming, and all indications are this is pretty close to what it's going to look like. We could be wrong. Mm-hmm. We could be wrong. Disney could turn around and say, "You know what? We're not doing free dining this year." I think we all need to go into hiding.
5: Yeah. <laughs> if they
0: ever did that, I think it would be an absolute disaster. Um, you talk about villagers storming the gates. Literally, mm-hmm. I mean, they would exactly. be burning down the castle uh, if <laughs> they didn't get free dining. And I understand it. Look, you know, it's a, it's an expensive part of your of your vacation and you know if you're especially if you're feeding a family of four uh getting free dining can save a lot of money
5: maybe it, as you said maybe it will
0: well stay flexible yes. stay flexible it's the best advice that we can give you right now think about your dates think about your resort choices have backup plans have backup plans for this and be willing to look at the other discounts that may be offered in conjunction with it And that it might be a better idea to go with a 35% room-only offer or, you know, something along those lines. So it is very exciting. We're going to have links to the thread on the show notes page. And, of course, uh, the minute anything is released, we'll have it updated, like, everywhere. Um, Just, you know, this is one of the big deals in in the year. Every year, Mm -hmm. we all sit in patient waiting. And the... uh, I get asked the question more than any other, I think. Do you think they're doing free dining this year? I I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. They don't consult me. Your crystal um, ball. Yes. let me, telling me check you. my crystal
1: ball.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, free dining allegedly coming May 1st for Disney Visa card holders, May 7th for the rest of us. Because I'm not a Disney Visa Can I just blow your
1: mind about something Mm -hmm. really fast? May 1st is Taylor's 17th birthday. Oh, wow. Wow.
5: (laughs) Because May 1st just... And and could I also mention when the Disney Visa offer comes out for us to book it for people, we need to have your Disney Visa number. There's always a lot of fussing that happens because we can't... Right? Oh, there is, yeah. um, (laughs) We can't make any changes to your reservation until we have your Disney Visa number to apply that discount
0: okay Yep.
1: and may i also say don't send it to us in an email yes please, credit, don't credit,
5: card. credit information
1: don't do that
0: exactly you know,
1: but it's not smart
0: so we will see what happens but we will keep everybody updated on the site so be sure to check that out uh next up i want to talk about this most recent leadership shuffle that has gone on at uh at walt disney world there's been a lot of leadership changes happening over the last uh several months and uh there were two in particular that they announced last week that i thought were very interesting the first is the appointment of tom fitzgerald to head up creative development at epcot um he's an imagineer that worked on pirates seven dwarfs mine train and Disneyland Paris's Ratatouille attraction, and the rumor is that he is being tasked with a complete reimagining of Epcot. Oh, a complete reimagining of Epcot.
1: Keep um, Figment, please.
0: Well, keep Figment. Just
1: I'm worried about the World Showcase. I could care less about the rest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's sad. What I heard, you know, what I read uh, in one one location was that. Uh, reimagining Epcot more along the lines of Walt's original vision.
5: Yeah, I heard that. Um,
0: too. Yeah, and so the cranes and construction walls may be moving from the Magic Kingdom to Epcot in the very near future. But um, it's a big it's a big deal that an Imagineer at this level is being sent to oversee creative development at Epcot, um, unless he's being severely punished uh, for something. Um, but. I think it's is,
5: exciting to think that oh, yeah. they might be doing something at Epcot.
4: I think it has a lot of potential, and I think mm-hmm. this is really good news. Because it means that it's at least on their radar. So if we heard, yes. you know, nothing is happening at Epcot, that's really sad. But if they, they appointed someone really big
0: to this project, I All think. All
1: new countries, right?
4: <laughs> no, world world Circus. Circus. I think World can could stay the same. I'm really hoping this yeah. means a
0: lot for uh, Future
4: World.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Future World yeah. is what needs it. Yeah. Future World really is what needs it. Um, I'm just interested to see what they what they might do. But the announcement that has got the most tongues wagging right now uh, on the blogosphere is that Scott Trowbridge will be taking over a newly formed Star Wars studio, which is a dedicated project to develop the Star Wars franchise in the theme parks.
5: Woohoo. It's about time.
0: And he's keeping uh, he's been involved uh, his his you know one of his claims to fame is that he was one of the uh, one of the people who developed an awful lot of Islands of Adventure for Universal. Uh, he's responsible for Spider-Man, which many consider to be the best theme park ride uh, in the world. Uh, it's won awards along those lines for many years. And this is a 15-year-old attraction that's still, still drawing him in. Um, he's also responsible for The Simpsons at Universal, The Mummy, and Forbidden Journey, among many others. Uh, So he's been with Disney, I believe, since 2007. And now he's Hmm. being tapped to develop Star Wars, the Star Wars franchise, into the theme parks. And he's also been given a portfolio at Disneyland. So he is going to be the one.
5: (laughs) Yeah, busy. (laughs)
0: And I think it's interesting that they chose someone. I I have nothing to go on here. This is just wild speculation. But I think it is very interesting that they have tapped someone who has experience in creating and opening a theme park to head up this particular studio. There is something about that that I look at, and something inside just kind of says, ooh, really? Well... As far as Star Wars is concerned, you can do one of two things.
3: You can either expand at Hollywood Studios as it is, you know, maybe move Indiana Jones and expand that whole Echo Lake area, or you can start from
0: scratch, like you're insinuating here. So, well, you know, if I'm Disney and I just lost what we we say 5%, 6% mm-hmm. of our market share because of Wizarding World, And I'm staring at Diagon Alley getting ready to open. And I've got Comcast pumping $300 million a year into my competitor. Um, And I own Star Wars. My plans may go from an Echo Lake expansion to a fifth gate. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And this to me, and again, I have no information at all. This is just wild speculation on my part. My gut is telling me. Somewhere, somewhere this is being talked about. Oh, yeah. That you don't pick this guy. You don't pick this guy to head up this studio and have him add an attraction here and an attraction here and an attraction here. This is somebody who's opened a very successful theme park. This is somebody who knows how to imagineer a theme park. And they're putting him in charge of Star Wars. And there's all this competitive stuff going on on the Disney side right now. I think these things kind of line up. It's certainly exciting to think about and imagine that
3: kind of thing. And I think oh, you bring is. car.
0: I think you go back to bringing Cars Land to Hollywood Studios, yeah. and you take Star Wars and you open a fifth game. Mm-hmm. That's what I to, would do.
5: Y- you know, I'm a, a, a Disney, Disney fan, and I'd love to see Disney. You know, hit the hit the ball out of the park on this one. And you know, Universal is sort of like, well, hey, look at us now. We're the the new kid in town, and look, we showed them how we could do it. Well, I want Disney to go, but hey. Don't forget us. And, you know, people are going to want to come back to Disney because of Star Wars or whatever it is.
0: This is where, you know, every time we say the competition between these guys benefits us, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. Everybody's pushing themselves. Everybody's pushing themselves to see what's better. What can the next thing be? What can we do? You know, how can we go go above and beyond here? Um, And I'm... I don't look like I said I could be completely off on this. I could be, but as I was reading about this, as I was researching some of this stuff and reading about this guy and about his his background, I'm saying this is somebody you tap to open a theme park. This isn't somebody you tap to create a ride here and a ride there. Right. Uh, And and you're having you're, you're develop you know you're having this new division, Star Wars Studio. What is that? And you're not making movies. Right. You're not making movies with Star Wars Studio. No. You're making theme park attractions. Why would you need, with Walt Disney Imagineering of all places, why would you need a dedicated studio well, to create it, attractions?
3: In the same way that John Lasseter is so hands-on, and they have a whole division of Pixar, the theme park division of that, you know, it's with a Star Wars division in a similar fashion. It's either the largest expansion you've ever seen. Of of a theme park for one uh, one um, property one property yeah thank you or like you're saying it could be a whole separate gate but I I think they just watched the show last week when we were talking about Star Wars is the only thing that can can...
0: (laughs) so I think that's when they heard it yes I'm I'm sure that was the influence behind all this but you know what whatever the case Disney has tapped two very very talented people to oversee important expansion projects. One for Epcot and one for who knows Hollywood Studios or Star Wars Land.
4: I think it's interesting to look at the uh, specific rides that he worked on too. So you mentioned a lot of the Marvel ones, right? Mm-hmm. So. I, did you say Hulk or, or, or no? Uh, it was Spider Man, Spider Man, or Simpsons? Mommy. Those types of rides really would translate well, I think, into kind of the Star yeah. Wars and also the demographic. Those are the thrill rides that right. people are going to want. It's a
3: good mix between thrill ride and incorporating the movie elements through projections. Um, it's the it's the exact uh, kind of ride that Sean will not be able
0: to enjoy. Exactly. I will I, not do anything <laughs> I also I, I, I think I think you've got to look a little beyond that. Um, this is someone who has been able to create, in many, in many instances, very, very cutting-edge rides using very different types of technology. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Dustin, being able to meld that, uh, that movie story, that movie experience into these types of attractions and being very creative and finding and developing the technology that brings them to reality in theme parks. This is someone who does that very, very well. I I don't know. Something, something, something about that. Something, something about something. that is catching my eye. Catching my eye. I'd be very excited. Me too. Very excited. And if, if Disney... Okay, honestly, if Disney announced we're opening up a fifth gate at Star Wars... Does Universal oh, have a problem? Truly. Well, yeah, okay. but <laughs> well, for me. But for you. Right. But for the, I think for a lot of other people, it's... I don't
3: think that you would find many people disappointed. No. I think uh, even, I mean, just for families in general uh, who have no history with Star Wars whatsoever, I think they would be able to find something that they'd like there. And and also, you know, as crowd levels go go up, a fifth gate to disperse those crowd levels. That's which, what I was going to say. Know, yeah. I don't care too you much about the fifth go, gate. You saw people
1: go, go, go to that park. But think about yeah.
0: crowds and Magic Kingdom crowds when that fifth park's open. <laughs> now remember, that's not how it works. They end up getting more people coming. <laughs> yes. That's okay. the lobster to the size of its tank. Exactly. Lobsters grow to the size of their tank, uh, as John has reminded us. Um, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see what is... Is going to happen with that? Lord, are we forty minutes into the show already? We are. Oh my goodness! That's okay. Oh, I knew it was going to run long, but I'd... but so yeah, interesting. I'd love to know what you guys think um, about uh, Star Wars. Would you like a fifth gate? Yes. You know what? Let's make that our poll question for okay. this week. I'm going to change the poll question. I... It was going to be your favorite table service restaurant in Magic Kingdom. Oh,
1: this is much, better. Okay, this is much yeah. better.
0: But we'll do a fifth. We'll, we'll do we'll do a fifth gate. We'll do a fifth gate, okay. And if you want a fifth gate, then we'll make Disney do it, right? Yes, through the magic of <laughs> because you know <laughs> Facebook. they listen. They listen to us so closely <laughs> about this, but that'll be that'll uh, that'll end up being the poll question this week. Um, okay, that'll go up tonight. Um, do you think Star Wars should be a fifth gate, or should it remain, or should it just be you know integrated into the parks as individual attractions? So, well, that was an executive decision. Sure. It tonight. was so. All right. Finally, we want to talk about just a little bit about uh, some changes to FastPass that went into effect yesterday, Monday the 28th, as promised by Tom Staggs a few weeks ago. Uh, Once you have used your three FastPass Plus selections for the day, you can go to a kiosk in any park, not just the park that you've been in, and get a fourth one. Once you've used that one, you can get another one. You cannot do this through the My Disney Experience app. Um, you have to go to a kiosk in the parks. Um, obviously, if you're using one of your Fast Pass Pluses for a fireworks viewing or a parade viewing at night, um, it's not going to help you out much because your last FastPass isn't going to be used until 10 o'clock. Um, but uh, I think that's going to have an impact on that, mm-hmm. um, which means maybe we can get some every once in a while. But uh, So that this is how they're integrating park hopping is they're saying after your three that have to be in one park to get your fourth and your fifth, you can go to other parks and get them. Um, is that good enough? I think this is a good start.
4: I don't think yeah. this is the eventual way it's going to work, but I think it's a great step in the process. Kind of, We've we talked about this a lot, how they're they're really taking their time and doing it really smart. They're not rushing everything out and, and making it a mess. They're kind of taking their time and doing these little things. I think this is a great start. So, But that problem you mentioned about having – if, if you want to have a, a fireworks fast pass for a special viewing area, you're, you're screwed. You can't get yeah. a fourth fast pass. So you're not going to want to do that. Most people are going to want to get their fast passes out of the way in the morning. So if you're planning in advance, you're going to want to get those like e-tickets done in the morning, um, book those. And then when you're done with those three fast passes, then you can go back and book these, but I don't know See, if-
0: but one of the things that's been, you know, we've been telling people is that when you, if you get there first thing in the morning, you don't need no FastPass Plus a lot of times. If well, Toy Story Mania and a couple other ones you do. But, you know...
4: Well, my advice would be to evaluate your day. If you plan on staying in a park all day, then use those FastPasses just to get them out of the way. Because if you're going to want to spend the peak hours in the park, you're going to want to utilize FastPass Plus. So it might be beneficial to you to get those out of the way in the morning, even if you don't necessarily need them. You know Could what I mean?
5: They? I'd like to see them do something so that if you only wanted one FastPass during the day because right now you have to take three and if you go in and only say you want one Disney system still gives you three mm. so it would be nice if they could do something
0: with that well I think Sean's right I think this is a step towards, oh, definitely. Uh, yes. towards expansion um, of that into letting all your fast passes kind of be park hopping fast passes and take what you want and you know basically leave the rest but Definitely a step in the right direction. No question. No question at all. So, all right. We wanted to make sure we got that out, but we're going to move on next to caption this from last week. Um, for those listening, it was a picture of me at the Main Street Barbershop with a grimaced look on my face and all of my chins in full bloom. And, uh oh, that
1: was a great picture. I love it.
0: Uh, well, yeah, it's chinny-chin-chin. It's, chin, chin. it's chinny-chin-chin. Chin. <laughs> and uh, the barber is holding his hand over his mouth as if to say oh dear god what did i do um so uh, the first caption from brian ashton i just came from casey sorry about that <laughs> Oh, uh, I get it. what's that i said i get it took it took you, it took you, it t- took you that long yeah <laughs> a little bit <laughs> um jenny bune oh my god i better not screw this up he'll rant about it on the podcast <laughs> And Susie Harloff. So that's what happens when you don't stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. Now, I think uh, this week, Dustin, you have a picture. Are we doing that? Uh, I don't think I have it in my slideshow, but I can put it up. Oh, my gosh. That's all right. That's all yeah. right. You know what? We're going to skip this week. Okay. And next week, we're going to have a where in the world for you. So okay, we'll... Well, forgive him. We were, we were on a plane yesterday coming back from New Jersey and then had a dinner meeting last night. And We could just make people guess where it is without even seeing the photo. <laughs> that, would be, that would be great. And this is a tough one that he, that he has, really a really, really, really tough is. photo that he has. Yeah, so just um, uh,
3: stay tuned, and we'll figure out a way to uh, get that out. So we'll take this week
0: off okay. with Caption This, and then next week we'll have a Where in the World. It's a good one. For you to uh, look at.
3: Can I uh, can't wait oh
0: (laughs) i'm sure you can't okay we're gonna move on to rapid fire and since she's so anxious we'll start with teresa
1: okay um we found a new way another way to um donate to give kids the world um, whenever you shop at amazon.com which a lot of people do right i think so go to www.smile.amazon.com when you do your shopping they'll donate 5% of every purchase to Give Kids the World, which is awesome. Did you say 0.5%? 0.5%. Okay. I guess you're you didn't say 5%. Oh, yeah, no, 0.5%. <laughs> okay, yeah. 0.5%. I was like, dang! I'll have to look at the screen to make sure that was right.
4: <laughs> that still adds up, though. So it still adds really up, nice especially with share. me, boy. Yeah. Wasn't well, well, there know, people that
1: shop on Amazon? I shop, I would say, money. three or four times a month at Amazon.
0: Yeah, no, I shop quite a bit from Amazon. You know? So, so yeah. half a percent. You know, from enough enough people doing it.
5: Yeah. It'll add up.
0: It all adds up.
5: So go.
1: Shop. Shop. Enjoy.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Teresa. Mrs. Martin.
1: Okay, a perfect petals brunch featuring the Disney collection by Vera Bradley. Um, it's going to be May 4th of this year, which is this weekend.
0: It's 11 a.m.
1: to 2 p.m. at Epcot's World Showplace.
0: It's, that's Gay Star Wars weekend.
1: It's a ticketed event. It's going to debut the newest in the line of the Disney collection by Vera Bradley. Um, this is called Mickey's Perfect Petals. Uh, it's the one that's going to be showcased, anyway, at the brunch. It's going to be available for purchase as well. Oh looks pretty. It's so it pretty. It is pretty. And actually, I like it much better than the previous design. I like that they
4: toned down some of the colors. Yeah. it's not it's so This is a little and, yeah. too
1: bright. So these are a little more muted. Um, Barbara Bradley Bacard the co-founder of Vera Bradley is going to be at the brunch and she's going to speak. So um, you'll also receive a special gift and I bet I know what it is. <laughs> it's what? one of those, you know the little wallet. that Oh I got? yeah, they give us... It's like a, you can show your ID in it but it zips closed, it's small, it has a keychain on it, sort of a little pouch or whatever. She was a nice um, lady
4: too. She was very Southern. She was super
1: nice. Yeah. Um, she seemed a little shy though, like her little person. Uh, she had an entourage. Person
0: she had a person. What kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know,
1: <laughs> get between you two like she wasn't quite sure like what to say yeah (laughs) she was
0: afraid you were gonna hit her
1: i actually think that (laughs) um because she was it was with disney she had to like keep to certain disney speak you know like about the product so maybe that's why yeah so um it's a cute bag i love the pattern i really like this pattern i think it's great so you'll get a special gift um but it will cost you 125 bucks to go and epcot admission is also required (laughs) Wow. So if you'd like to register to attend this weekend, it's DisneyParksMerchandise.com. And then after the event, the bags are going to be available at Cherry Tree Lane, which opened in the Marketplace Co-op. Um, they will not be carried at Disneyland or on the Disney Parks online store. i
0: got to tell you, my mother has really taken a liking to the Vera Bradley stuff. Hmm. So maybe, we'll, maybe I'll hmm. see if I can take her over there.
1: Well, in addition, they're also going to have seven new bags that are featuring uh, the design that's going to be available. And they'll also have some bags that are that have already been released, that um, Midnight with Mickey, which is like the black and pink, sort of dark, and then also Where's oh. Mickey. So oh, cool. World.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Sha'un. All right, me next.
4: So on May 1st, this Thursday, is the 25th anniversary of Disney's Hollywood Studios, so they're going to have uh, a few things planned. Um, the park opened in 1989, so to celebrate that, at 10 a.m., they're going to be doing a rededication ceremony. With Mickey and Minnie and Hollywood Studios Vice President Dan Cockrell, Um, 25-year cast members will also be honored that have worked for that long. Wow! Then 7 p.m. There's going to be stars of the studios motorcade, which will head down Hollywood Boulevard. It'll include Mickey, Minnie, Captain Jack Sparrow, Darth Vader, Doc McStuffins, Wreckit Ralph, Vanellope Von Sweet, Sophia the First, and more. But more more. and more. Um, then after the motorcade, there's going to be a dance party in front of the Sorcerer's Hat stage. Um, and then to close the night, there's going to be a fireworks show at 9.30 p.m. Um, right above the Sorcerer Mickey hat. And it will to, it'll be a tribute to the park's 25 years in show business. So Dance I'm hoping fun. they do really good fireworks like they did for the villains event. Right. So I'm hoping
0: we'll see some good ones. And we'll be doing some live uh, broadcasting from that as well on Thursday. So kind yeah. of busy day on Thursday.
4: It is a busy day. They're gonna have commemorative merchandise and then a special twenty fifth anniversary chocolate Nutella cupcake. Ooh. Because that's Hollywood Studios. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that makes no sense. No, I don't get it. it but <laughs> it sounds good. I'll eat it, but <laughs> I won't judge but it. it. I will the eat fame. it. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, I do have one other quick thing. Just before we went live, the uh, cast of Star Wars Episode 7 was announced. So, this is kind of big news. I think we already knew that Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill were returning, but so are Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Kenny Baker. Wow. So, those were all former stars of the movies. They're coming back. Then, the new ones, new actors, are going to be John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver from TV's Girls. He's the bad guy. Oh, he's the bad guy?
3: Yeah, he's the okay. villain, the new villain.
4: Will his name be Adam in the movie too, I'm, I'm sure? i sure. You can only <laughs> act with him. Uh,
3: Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, Donald Gleeson, and Max von Sydow. You guys know who Andy Serkis is, right? Gollum. He's Gollum. Yeah. So he does whatever he's doing. He'll either... He might be himself or he's probably going to be some animated creature that he makes come oh, to life Always. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was King Kong as well in the new King Kong. That's right. Yeah.
1: And who was the last one?
4: You're going to make me say that again? His name is... Max von Sydow
0: Sydow. No, Max von Sydow He's yeah. a very Very famous actor yeah. Oh, is he like, oh. Yeah, I mean, so I he's you Before said. your time Okay but.
1: I didn't recognize Any names except For the very first ones <laughs> You'd probably
0: picture him So um, We remember yeah. Max yeah. von Sydow yeah. mm-hmm. Actually, Max von Sydow Was in uh, Was the villain In the Disney movie The Black Hole Yeah I'm pretty sure That was Max von Sydow In that
5: I never saw it, but I know who, who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. <clears throat> Interesting.
0: Disease, I can't wait to see it. Disney's attempt to cash in on the Star Wars <laughs> frenzy of the t- of the day that did not go well. Oh, well, now he's in the real one. <laughs> he now he's in the real one. Exactly. The
4: coolest part of this announcement was they they released a group photo of all the cast sitting in like couches in a big circle. It's black and white. J. Oh, yeah. Abrams is there. That's cool. It's just a cool so shot.
0: Cool. Yeah. So uh, very excited. Good. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Sean. Of course. This is Whirling.
5: Mine is now. You can get when you go to the fast pass kiosks. You can use them in Spanish, and eventually they're going to be bringing on other languages. So now you don't have to try to do everything in English. If Spanish is your native language, you can go to the kiosks.
0: Awesome, as my doorbell rings. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kathy. It's always fun, Dustin Thomas West.
3: Yes, just a moment. Okay, so uh, I have something interesting. I've been bringing, I've been bringing forth Star Wars weekend, uh, Weekends news ever since we've heard anything about it, and the latest is the Feel the Force dining event, which will be taking place uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, um, May 16th through June 15th, and uh, that is pretty much every Star Wars weekend. So what it's going to be is a special dining event, which will give you a VIP viewing location for the Legends of the Force motorcade parade, uh, a nightly dessert party uh, featuring Darth Vader cupcakes, and reserved viewing for the Symphony of the Stars fireworks show. So it's all uh, VIP access and seating areas for this stuff. You'll receive a Disney, uh, a souvenir Disney photo pass card, which will be added to your MDE—I mean my uh, my Disney Experience account—and. Um, it's uh, fifty-three dollars for adults, and it is thirty-two dollars for children age three through nine. Um, and you can call WDW Dine or four zero seven WDW uh, Dine for that. Um, so it's a you know fifty-three dollars for adults to get uh, exclusive viewing of the fireworks, the parade, and, and all that stuff. It's Star Wars weekends. Awesome, yeah,
0: awesome. I, uh, I'm. I find myself a little more excited for Star Wars Weekends this year than I have in the past. It's because they,
3: they're definitely taking a, a different turn this year. For the last two or three years in a row, it's been pretty much carbon copy um, from the year before. And now, uh, with especially with the addition of the fireworks, that's going to be huge. It's going to make it a lot different. I
0: and think. I think the fact that Disney owns the franchise now. Oh, there's yeah. a new excitement um, about there's it. There's a new excitement about it, and I think there's... Uh, new effort and passion being put into it from Disney's side to you know but do you think as, as Disney fans you know technically now Disney owns it so it's part of the Disney universe do we embrace it like that or is it still like the outsider at mm-hmm. the party I feel gonna... like
1: it's the outside But <laughs> really? I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was going to
3: say I think I'm the wrong person to ask from that because mm-hmm. I've big Star Wars wife, fan, yeah. Simultaneously Disney and Star Wars. Like fan. I,
1: w- you know, I would avoid Hollywood Studios for the entire time that Star Wars weekends as my on. you
0: You'd I make like a her. lovely princess Leia. The, <laughs> I I, I like outfit. I like
1: her costume. And I love her outfit. costume growing up is the only reason I would watch the movie with my brother that's was why to your see hu- her in that gold costume.
0: That's why your husband married <laughs> you. Um, Sean, what do you think about Star Wars weekends? Well, just about Star Wars in general being kind of folded in to to the Disney universe. Is it, is it you know one part part of the family, or is it still like you know the redheaded stepchild that nobody wants to?
4: No, I think it fits well actually. Just because I don't have the connection, I understand why people do, and I actually I, I appreciate the history of it. So the whole George Lucas thing, I like the time period of it. I think I think there's a lot of cool aspects of it. It's just I never really had that connection that most people do or some people do I you've seen the way. movies though right <sighs> I think. Oh, come on. I've only yeah. seen like, oh, the three when original I was, movies when I was a kid I think so it's probably something I need to revisit and watch them
0: yeah I think yeah. you do
1: the last time I watched them they were on VHS still <laughs> it's no, been a
3: while I'll that was the last time you could see the original cuts of them was on VHS now they've got all this special edition stuff you don't need all that
0: yeah, you don't need all that, <laughs> that newfangled stuff get off my <laughs> yeah. lawn yes fangled. okay. but uh, yeah exciting Very exciting. All right. Very good. That is going to do it for our show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching live, please stay tuned. We have our segment about managing your expectations when planning your Disney vacation that we recorded live this past Saturday at the New Jersey Disney to raise money for Give Kids the World. Um, I think it's a good show, so check it out. Otherwise, we will see you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember... Stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week.